everybody. Welcome to another episode of What's Brewing here on the Black and Gold Productions LLC Network. Brought to you, as always, by our partners up here, FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com. No, my my up here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as you can tell. Off to a great start. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got Andrew from the Short Shift Pod filling in for me uh, for Mike this week. So, uh, Andrew, how you doing? It's been a couple weeks. Doing fine, doing good. Uh, ready to ready to talk some puck and also to maybe announce something at the end of this. Oh yeah, we got some stuff coming up here. It's gonna be a great show. Like I said, mm-hmm. though, always always brought to you by these guys up here. Fanduel, go to Fanduel.com/slash/Boston and claim your sign-on bonuses. So, a uh, little bit of a weird show. We do already have Jeremy jumping in the comments. Ayo. Hey Bear, what's going on, bud? <laughs> uh, we always want people to flood the comments. Uh, we're here for you guys. So take the show and run with it. We will talk about whatever you want. Um, ask all your questions. It is going to be a little bit of a weird show, though, because it is Bruins offseason. A um, couple trades have already happened around the league, though. Um, Yarmo Kekalainen setting the world on fire right now. Uh, <laughs> um, but Boston's still sitting tight. Uh, and I know you and I were, were actually having a conversation the other day about it. Um, she, we both basically said the same thing. I've been looking at Cap Friendly. I've been trying to find a deal, and I can't find one that I like. Have you been able to find one that you like enough that, that you want them to do it? Let me rephrase that, that you want them to do it. No, <laughs> because we already know that in order to do this, that at least two of these trades are going to hurt. And, you know, I mean, I was able, I was able to get our salaries, our, our salary cap at about 90,000 under the salary cap with 20 people, with 20 players. So, but that's not realistic. So, um, well, so I was playing around with it today, day off, got to love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually found a way, um, it, it, it's all been in house is the best way to put it. I have a roster size of 21. I really don't like AJ Greer as my starting fourth line left forward, mm-hmm. but that's about it. I have 975 grand in cap space. <laughs> Who'd you trade? What was the trade? Nobody. Let me go through the lineup real quick. Okay. Marshan Bergeron, DeBrusque, I have uh, Bergeron back on a $1 million deal. Mm-hmm. Then you have Hall, Zaka, Pasternak, mm-hmm. Lauko, Coyle, Frederick. The more I think about that line, I'm really liking that one. You think you think Lauko can come in come in on a uh, third line, third line time? I think or so. Or is it one of those things where you kind of have to, bud, and then just well, throw well, him out there? Did you even see him making the roster last year? No, no. I thought after, people forget that after last season, he had a horrible year in Providence. Horrible. But he righted the ship. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's just it. Like none of it. Uh, again, I, I'm not sitting here being blown away by the lineup, but I'm also sitting here going, yeah, I don't hate it. I do have Oscar Steen penciled in on the right side fourth line mm-hmm. because he does have the NHL contract next year. Right, one way, eight hundred k. So, so I think they are looking at him to make that jump. I do have them signing um, McLaughlin to his qualifying offer, mm-hmm. which is about eight hundred and seventy-five grand. And then I have Greer on the left side. I need one more forward, but I don't know. I I, I kind of look at that and I go, is that like a 
Beecher, Merkulov, like because you could put Merkulov on that third line left wing and slide Blauko down to the fourth line. I'm not against it. I just don't know if Merkulov is ready. No. So I'm not He's sure. Not. His, de- his, his defensive acumen has greatly improved, but as Ian says on the short shift, greatly improved still doesn't mean good. You know what I mean? It still might not be NHL level. Right. Like, he could still teleport the puck, but you need to be able to, you know, do other things other than that, especially right. when you're on a lower line. Now, the biggest – so I still have Olmark. I still have Swayman. Mm-hmm. Grizz, How much like, do you have Swayman for? I have Swayman – I have him at his qualifying offer, and, and there's a reason for that. One, because mm-hmm. it's one year, and mm-hmm. two, because that goaltending market – is so saturated right now. And yes, Swayman being the age that he is, it's still a qualifying offer. Mm-hmm. And, and aside from the feud between Montreal and Carolina with the Kakaniami Ajo situation, <laughs> there's really not much that goes on with RFAs. No, because general managers are a boys club. You don't want to, you don't want to upset them. Right. So I'm not sure that you're going to be spending that much more over his qualifying offer. Now, really, the big move is is I have that they bought out Mike Riley because the defense is still McAvoy, Carlos, Borrell, Grizzly, mm-hmm. Lindholm, Forbort, Lorai. Ah, the fact that you still have Forbort in there, I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> I really don't like it either. Throw – I don't even care. Throw Arizona a fifth-round pick. Like, just get rid. Get rid. Get rid. Get rid. Get rid and let Zaboral let Zaboral Lorai just pray. <laughs> Well, so so when I was looking at this, I was looking at it and I thought to myself, "Are would you be okay with eating money on one of those deals?" Retaining uh, which one? Uh, Forbort or Riley? Retaining money on a on a Forbort deal or on an Olmark deal? Riley, I'm not even worried about. Just fucking buy him out. Yeah, buy him out. Who cares? At this point, just buy him out. Either that, or he's going to be on the roster. Mm-hmm. One of the two. Uh, Jeremy says, and as Dom said, if they file for Arbrights, they can get in. They can't. They get can't an get an offer sheet. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. I think an arbitration hearing for Swayman would probably come in around the two, two and a half mark mm-hmm. for a one-year deal. So that's why I'm not overly concerned about it. And I feel like he'd rather go arbitration than offer sheet. Mm-hmm. I have Swayman at about three point two for two years. Mm-hmm. Three point two five. It's not an uncommon number. I don't hate the number. And don't get me wrong. I would absolutely do it. Mm-hmm. I just feel like when I look at the goaltending market, and, and I've said this countless times before, it's saturated. And, and, I, and there's, there's going to be a lot of good bargains. I think one of the biggest things that we saw with the Provorov deal is you're going to see a lot of teams willing, willing to retain salary for a price. Mm-hmm. And we saw... Out of nowhere, Minnesota retained money in our deal last year. Yeah, but, and they threw us they threw us a prospect, uh, Svetlikov, who will never actually see North American ice, which right, is they weird. They threw us a contract for someone overseas. <laughs> they yeah, said, exactly. Hey, thanks for getting it off our books. Mom, well, if if if, if, if he power. never if he never comes over, we will always have his rights. We still have rights to uh, Maxim Chindenov, who's our 2010 seventh round pick. He never came to Russia. He never came to the United States from Russia, so we still technically have his rights. It's a weird uh, contract glitch. What What about the rights to uh, Forsbaka Carlson? Have those expired yet? He has retired. So yes. Oh, 
He's mm-hmm. officially retired. Yeah, he, he, he retired. Power. He retired because of family issues. Because of family issues. Uh, That's why he went back to Sweden. It's a whole thing. I, I do remember that was why he went over. So, yeah. um, but I was looking at it and I was like, well, let let. And I mentioned uh, a three-way deal to you, uh, but I was looking at it, and I do like trying at least to convince Nashville to take forward because he would solidify their third their third pair on the left side. Lazan Forbort, the pairing of Boston Bruins dreams. <laughs> you have Lazan uh, Forbort on the third pairing, and then you have Dante Fabro at the top four. Some somebody somewhere is gonna. Is gonna love that shit. Oh my god! What I what I like about Nashville though is if I'm looking at it from Nashville's perspective, uh, another defenseman on the left side to go behind Yossi and McDonough, Forbort fits fits that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nashville has two firsts, two seconds, three thirds, three fourths, and two fifths. So That's, they have. I didn't realize that. Oh right, because they poached. Tampa for ta- uh, Tanner. A lot Jones. of those were spread out. Though. You want you wait. You want you want us. You want to give us this much for that? Okay. Right. So what I'm in my head, I'm sitting here going like the whole purpose of this is to clear cap. So forward, even if you retain half his money at one point five, it's only a one year hit. Mm-hmm. You free up one point five. Hell, that might be enough for you to re-sign Frederick. So you get rid of a contract. Yes, you retain some money. But it's basically a one-for-one one at that point. And maybe, just maybe, if you're willing to retain half of it, you can. You might be able to steal like the, thir- the fourth-round pick from Tampa that they have. Mm-hmm. Just add another draft pick to your pool. Maybe try something, package it together with something else and try and move up a little bit on draft day. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my God. Just... It's going to be messy. It's going to be messy. But uh, Elliot Friedman and Darren Dreger kind of uh, echoed this, that teams are going to be aggressive because I think it was Dreger that said teams are kind of tired of sitting on their hands now. It's right. like mom and Papa Bear says every year, I hope for the best outcome. You guys make it difficult not being fanatical during the offseason. That's what we're here for. That's there is good. No That's good. I, like that. I like that a lot. Jeremy does have a good point. Trots won't be an easy man to work with. But at the same time, they have 15 mil and a half of cap space to work with. They need defensive help. And I mean, at this point, you just want to dump the money. I'll, like, you, would you take 1.5? You're basically getting 1.5 mil and let's call it the fourth round draft pick. I don't even care. You, you might even get a smaller return. Maybe you get the Tampa fifth round pick, but you get an extra pick and uh, 1.5 mil in cap space. Mm-hmm. And you open the door for a younger defenseman, like as like a Lori, like a, a give a Lori a chance to really break through. Right. I just, I'm uh, you and I were looking at. I just, I don't find a trade that I, I like. Well, uh, it's. I mean, the, the 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 bottom line is though is that it's not gonna it's not gonna matter if we like the trade. It's gonna be. Well, that's it's, fair. Like we said, it's something's gonna hurt. Something is gonna hurt. Um, I don't want to get rid of Allmark. Um, a I lot of people, a lot of people are driving him to Logan at this point, and I, I don't want to get rid of him either. Yeah. However, that's another name that I look at and I go, if you're willing to retain money on it, yes, it's for two years, so it, it's there's something there. But if a team, 
I'm going to highlight the LA Kings as an example. You can get the, let's face it, he's going to win the Vesna. You can get the Vesna winning goaltender for 2.5 mil. How appealing is that? Mm-hmm. That you would know, be years. I mean, and, and and if and if you're the Kings, if you're the Kings, like them and Corpusalo are still pretty far apart. And look, it sounds like Corpusalo's got some very, uh, let's say, an overvaluation of his worth here. Right now, Dom says yeah. I was watching BNG and had to tune. <laughs> sexy <laughs> Mark. Sexy Mark later. Stupid well, sexy Mark. Dom, <laughs> if you, we want to have a, a Dom bomb dropped on this show. Because that's what we need right now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, last last week. I think it was he put the sizzle on the Barzal talk because that was a thing a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. But we we want a real Dom bomb. Hopefully, he can hook us up with one this show. All right, let's see. Let's go. Let's go. Let's see. Here's a good question: If you're a team, would you rather have Hellebuck for one year at six or Hart at four point one, uh, three point one, or Allmark? So. Connor Hellebuck, Carter Hart, or Linus Allmark, which would you rather have on their current contract? Well, for Hellebuck, you may have to retain either way. I don't know. It depends on who's dealing for him. Because he's under contract. And Winnipeg isn't just gonna Winnipeg isn't just gonna be like, here you go. Even right. though, you know, we know he's not coming back. And we know he's and not coming back. It. And Chevel Dayoff, uh, they're gonna they're gonna blow it up over there. They are so- well, so Hellebuck only has this one year left on his contract. Yes, correct. It's just this year. So he's going to mm-hmm. be an unrestricted free agent after that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not giving up the farm for him, but at the same time, you know his ceiling. Mm-hmm. He's also a, 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 a fringe Vezina candidate every year. He's, right. he's, he's the real deal. Right. You know, goalies are like running backs. Connor Hellebuck is the real deal. Now, here's another name that's not on this list, John Gibson, because he's now being shopped. Now, here's my question to you. Mm-hmm. Do you think Gibson still has it and is just on a shit Ducks team? Oh, yeah. Mm, okay. I think Gibson, I think if you put Gibson on a team with a lot, with a good structure, he turns back into what he was in those, you know, conference finals runs with Boudreaux. You mean like a like Linus Allmark did when he came to the Bruins? Kind of, you know, like yeah. American Linus Allmark. Because Jeremy says that I think Buffalo needs to be all in on Connor Hellebuck. I think Buffalo needs to be all, all in on a new coach, but that's just me. Yeah, their goaltending. Like everyone keeps talking about Buffalo and goaltending. Um, they really like Devin Levi. Did we not forget what just happened with Devin Levi? Mm-hmm. The guy came up and he lit it up. This kid looks like the real deal. Mm-hmm. He acts like the real deal. He plays like the real deal. Uh, even though he still he reminds me a lot of Swayman in the way that he carries himself. It's really funny, right? Yeah. And and he's got next year and the year after on his ELC. I'm surprised they're not trying to lock him up eight years for now. But like, I know. But hang on, go back. Yeah, stay on here for a second. I do get where Jeremy is coming from because it's eight game because he played eight games. I I can see if Buffalo's front office is like it's too soon now. Like let's sure. But if I'm Buffalo, I'm not going for a hella buck. I'm not. I'm not swinging for the fences. I might be going for like a like a mid tier kind of you know fringe starter. Tristan Jari has a free agency. Mm-hmm. So why not throw? Because but here's the other thing though. They've got Comrie under contract and UPL still under contract. 
they they're not they're not high on UPL anymore. They're not. <laughs> UPL is yesterday's news. Now that they have Devin Levi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, this, this that's is- a, that's that uh, that uh, the meme template of uh, I don't of Andy holding Woody. I don't yeah, want to play with you anymore. <laughs> But you know what? Fans are right now about Swayman too because they got Bussy down below. It's like that's a synonymous thing, mm-hmm. and it drives me crazy. Like, don't get me wrong. Is UPL gonna be like, you know, Connor Hellebuck? Probably not. But if you roll with UPL and Devin Levi, let's not forget UPL's only twenty four. So even if they're not high He's on been him, around for so long that I do forget that. Right, but even if you're not high on him anymore. Guess what? Look what just happened to Linus Allmark when you moved on from him. Mm-hmm. That's a sell point right now for Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Hey, do, yeah, Edmund, don't, make another, don't make a bigger mistake. And and Kevin Adams is right on the cusp. Kevin Adams is right on the cusp of, of building something really good over there. Right. And now, honestly, if, if I were them, I'd be calling Edmonton. I'd be pitching UPL to Edmonton like no fucking tomorrow because mm-hmm. he's still on uh, an 800 something thousand dollar contract, 837,000. And they need to do something about Campbell though, man. Right. But like if they have Skinner at UPL, Campbell's their big problem, but at Mm -hmm. least you have something there that to push him even. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. Abby agrees. They have Devin Levi. They're fine. Um, (laughs) I do understand the idea. The one that I I sit there and look at though, is they still have Eric Comrie 1.8 mil. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, this situation reminds me a lot of Calgary, where you have Markstrom, UPL, because there were peaks and valleys for him, Devin Levi, which who is Wolf, and then Comrie is kind of their Dan Vladar. Like, the hell are we doing here? Oh, by the way, he's still around. <laughs> I, I, hot take, out of all the young goalies that we've mentioned – I think Wolf is right on par with Devin Levi. I think he's I think he's gonna be the next legit starter. Oh yeah. He's he's he laid he's laid waste to the AHL the last couple of years. Definitely. I think he's oh, got yeah. it. I think they're, he's they're, they're looking for ways to get him in there, which also could put Markstrom on the on the on the block there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy says I love Levi, but he but he doesn't get thrown into the fire for one year. Hart and Knight say don't throw a young goalie into the fire, which is what everybody's been clamoring them to do with Jeremy Swayman, by the way. Mm-hmm. So so what you're saying is, is we should hold back Swayman for one more year. <laughs> That's what I'm reading into this. Because Swayman, Hart, Knight. Well, Levi. Swayman's played over 100 games. So is he what he is at this point, I guess, is the question. But if that if that's the case, he's really fucking good. Mm. <laughs> you know he's a starter for a lot of teams so mm. you know uh let's see you think buffalo needs another d or another goal scorer oh definitely another d if they get another goal scorer they're going to be like the 16 17 dallas stars and try to win every game seven six yeah that didn't work they didn't make the playoffs <laughs> i do see buffalo being in on some defensemen um, I mean, first and foremost, we you have to admit though, this free agency class is essentially garbage. It's it's dog food. It's it, it's you have not- Dimitri Orlov asking for eight million a year. This free agent class is dog dog food. <laughs> you know what though? Buffalo in on Orlov would kind of make sense. 
Just that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I, Andrew, I agree a hundred percent. Not sure which part, but I think it was. I think it was the uh, Dustin Wolf comment. Probably. Mm -hmm. uh, Nick asking, when is the draft again? Um, June. June it's it? always right after my birthday. So I think it's the 24th. Hang on. It's always on like a, th I think the first round's on a Thursday. I think it's, actually, I think it's on the 23rd. I That's think it's right on my birthday, June 23rd. Uh, Jeremy says Buffalo has Matthew Savoy coming up. And then Dom. He's another. He's Oop, Andrew, we having some internet issues over there? Did we get you back? Uh, no, I, I think we're okay now. Okay. The thing with Allmark is he has total control until July 1, and I doubt Edmonton is on his list after July 1. Yeah, you're probably, you're probably right. <laughs> that's Oh, that's right. He has the, he has the no move, and then, and then he has the 16 team on July 1st. 16, Dom I think it is? 28 and 29 yeah. for the draft. Uh, Jeremy, I've seen him play. He's special. Savoy, He's yeah. Savoy. Um, but just I mean, so first and foremost, the when you look at the big names who are free agents, uh, Kane coming off of hip surgery, Taves who's done. Yikes! How in on on Ryan O'Reilly are you? Not, I'm not. Like for a cheap deal, yeah, sure. But I mean, you're talking about a third line center winger. You're you're essentially talking about the next upcoming David Backus? Like, eh. You can kind of see, you can kind of definitely see the um, evidence to that, evidence that speaks to that. Because the last, I would say, I would say two and a half years, like not even counting, you know, when he dovetailed in St. Louis this year, last year too, you could see like his defensive metrics are falling fast. And yeah. he wasn't much better in Toronto. Now, I, I'm not. I'm not saying for the Bruins for him, but Vladimir Tarasenko. I've always loved Tarasenko. I've always had a soft spot for him. I think. I think he did. I think he did pretty well in uh, New York. I was gonna say, do you see him staying in New York? Well, uh, they're about to hire Laviolette, um, who gets a lot out of scores. I mean, he fits. He proved that he fits. Mm -hmm. the, the question then becomes, he's only 31, which is outrageously young for some reason, it feels like. Um, it feels young, but I think it's because he's had, he's had major shoulder problems. He's had major shoulder problems for a while. This, this and was this was was like the first year he's been really healthy from them. This was a team that I was just thinking about, too. Uh, what about Vladimir Tarasenko to Detroit? I think um, <laughs> Colorado. I could definitely see because they they have some they have some money to play with. With Landeskog being out for the year, yep, they have the LTIR money. Um, actually, Detroit, I don't see that. Um, Detroit, I definitely don't see that because I think Eiserman is way too uh, wanting to just keep the course. So here's another team that I would worry about at least from a Boston perspective, just swooping in and grabbing Tarasenko on the cheap, Carolina. On the cheap. 
couple mil. Yeah, they 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 need him. They need someone like him. They, but he would. I don't think he's going to come cheap though. A few million bucks. I think he's going to end up taking a, a small cut from what he's used to. Um, mm-hmm. Dom says, "I know how Chris feels about this, so this one's for you, Andrew William Nylander. How about the core four in general?" It sounds like Trebling wants to keep them together. Trebling or Shanahan? By extension, it's Shanahan because Treble because uh, Shanahan has his hand in Trebling's back right now. Uh, Tarasenko's getting seven mil. That's I, where I definitely see that. I definitely see that. That's where he's at right now. I just I feel like based on his last contract, other teams are going to look at him and go, "We don't want to go that high," mm-hmm. because to your point, the shoulder injuries. Mm-hmm. other injuries he's now on the wrong side of 30 if he wants term he'll be closer to the five and a half to six range which is still not bad no but if he wants a short one maybe two year he's kind the of one time, thing that's missing from he's the one thing that's missing from carolina if he goes to carolina i'm gonna hate it right oh mm-hmm. for sure um but back to dom's question though the, the core four in general do you think it's time to blow it up for them See, that's tough because on the one hand, it's like, you know, how many times can you go do the same thing and it's not working? You need to change it up. But on the other hand, it's like, it's so are close any to of them the world. problem? Or is it more that not none of them are the problem? Is that the fact that you're giving about 45% of your cap to four players? Or if you want to add, uh, if you want to add Morgan Riley to that, you're giving about 53% of your cap to five players. Well, let, let me ask you this. When we look at Toronto, what do we say about, what have we said about them for the last four or five years? What's the one thing that they've really needed? They've gotten it a little bit and then it goes away. Uh, for depth. Goaltending. Oh, goaltending too, yeah. They're, they're, Problem has never been that they can't score goals. I mean, against um, Florida this year, no, they couldn't score goals. <laughs> but Bobrovsky found his Columbus form. I was going to say that was a mix of Bobrovsky doing holy shit, and uh, which, which I I I don't know if were you here were you on. Uh, it was a couple weeks before the end of the regular season. Pittsburgh and Florida and New York were fighting it out for the last three, for the last two seeds. Mm-hmm. And everyone was worried about playing New York and everyone was worried about playing Pittsburgh. They wanted to no try. One was wor- and no one was worried about playing Florida. <laughs> I, that was my, my, my one thing I said. We do not want to see Bobrovsky in the playoffs if he can find his form. Mm-hmm. And whoops. <laughs> pain and immeasurable innumerable pain so i i don't think i i think bobrovsky also gives a lot more to the credence of well let's go get a john gibson let's get mm-hmm. a linus allmark let's get a you know connor hellebuck for a year type goaltender well i think i think gibson's very likely to move because the ducks are very high on lucas dostal right now the question is is where would you move gibson to if you're anaheim where are you shopping him the most 
but I do want to come back to that. Think about yeah. that one. Sit on okay. that one. I want to get okay. to Abby's question. Does PLD go to Montreal and get his reported nine mil? Jeremy follows it up with reports are Montreal wants Suzuki to be the standard of all contracts there. So, PLD, <laughs> one, I've heard him being mentioned to the Bruins. Do you want him in Boston? Do you see him going to Montreal? Let's talk some PLD for a minute. I unabashedly love PLD's game. Sure. On the ice. Off the yeah. ice, he's a dillweed. <laughs> everything about him. So no. <laughs> everything about him off the mm-hmm. ice makes me go stay away. I know. Mm-hmm. What is he, 21, 23, 24-year-old center? Has all the gifts on the ice. What was he, third or fourth overall pick? Something like that. Third overall pick. In tw- yep. Mm-hmm. I get it. The temptation is there. And if you can get him on a flyer, then fine. But I ain't paying the farm for him. Because regardless of whether he tries to change his tune about Montreal or whatever, I don't care. He has proven, wasn't, was it him? Yeah, he was the one in Columbus that basically. Operation Shutdown on Torts. I was, yeah. yeah, I was going to, I was going to say he unplugged the controller. Yeah. On that, <laughs> he unplugged the controller and just said, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that alone. And, and I, I'm not a fan of Torts, but man, when that happened, he was completely justified. Where to P, I just remember PLD going back onto the, back up to the bench. Torts taps him on the shoulder and points to the locker room. Right, like, it's best like, get out. Get, the, get out of here. The Bruins organization. I, I, like that That alone. Now, granted, people can grow up. They can mature. So I'm not in the room. I'm not in the meetings. And I'll put it this way. If Bergeron comes back and you still have a chance to get PLD, then fine. I'm willing to give up a little bit more to get him. Because if you can put a guy like that in a room with the professionalism that is Patrice Bergeron, that is, you know, what you see with the other leaders in this group, the Carlos, the DeBrusque, Marshan, so on and so forth, then fine. But I'm still not giving up a ton for him. I'm 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 just I I guess I'm not really a huge fan of the idea that our organization is the league's babysitter. We're we're like we're <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's- We're looking at the problem girl across from the bar and we got hearts in her eyes saying, you, you know, she, you know, she smashed a beer bottle on the bartender's head, but I could change her. You know, it's just like, like I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not running to do it. I'm not running to do it, and that's where Beth says, "Do you want me?" Right, exactly. No, but but it, I I just find it I just find it interesting that it's like it's it's always you know the locker room and the culture. Oh, let's take in like it's like it was like when Corey Dillon went to the went to the Patriots, right? And Randy Moss went to the Patriots. I, Randy I, Moss went to the Patriots. Worked for a while when those guys did it. I mean, we've seen we've seen it happen though. That's the thing, and I'm not saying we're the only team where it could happen. But that's where I sit there and I go, yes, people can change. Yes, it was a shitty situation in Columbus. And he wasn't exactly shipped off to where everybody wants to go. He was shipped off to Winnipeg. For another, it was it, that trade was give me your problem, I'll give you my problem. Two problems from, from Winnipeg because Roslovich didn't want to be there either. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. That Roslovich 
Line A wanted out, and they were just like, all right, fine. Give me your problem, and you take ours, and, and let's let everybody be happy for a little bit. Well, the dust has settled, and PLD is not thrilled. Okay, can't fault them for it. It's still Winnipeg. Yeah. Like, it, it's not like he's asking to leave, I don't know, Vegas. Although that would be understandable, too, because we know how they treat play. Like, every, every organization is going to have something. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not sure. Uh, real quick, Dom says Florida was one Pittsburgh loss to Chicago away from missing the playoffs. Tom, it's not no. going to heal if you keep picking at it. <laughs> no, that's the worst part. That is the worst part mm-hmm. because Chicago decided to actually show up for a game. Well, Pittsburgh was already – Pittsburgh had one foot in the grave and another on a banana peel. Did you did you catch um, the story about how Ron Hextall um, – like strong-armed Evgeny Malkin during contract negotiations and how that made, that how that turned the entire organization against Textall. I've I've heard a little bit of it. If you can go seek that story out, it is wild and I I did not believe one man could could inflict that much damage in one year that Ron Hextall did to the Penguins this year. Boy, Philly really just said, go in and fuck him up. And he did. Super agent. You cannot tell me any different. <laughs> uh, best is I didn't want the Bruins facing Florida in round one. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we have Beantown Talks. Barbashev about to get paid. You hear the He's not going to be worth of the contract. You, you He's going to be rumor. another one of the long-winded people who cash in on great cup runs. That you hear the rumor that they're looking at about eight mil from to go play with Bedard. Good luck with that. The rumor yeah. that they want him so bad that they'll pay him that kind of money. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have 44 million in cap space, go for it. Fuck. Right. <laughs> you might as well go get uh Hathaway, uh, Wilson, Reeves. <laughs> Just pay him $5 million just to be shitheads, just to protect Bedard. Exactly. Just protect our 17-year-old kid, please. We want him to see 21. <laughs> we want him to see 21. <laughs> we want him to celebrate with legal alcohol when we finally do win. <laughs> um, I, I just... I don't know. It, it's There's so many things. I... I don't want to like when it comes to Sweeney, he's done enough where I sit there and I go, I trust him to make the right calls because he knows more of what's going on than I know. I know, but Mm -hmm. I just sit here and I go, honestly, right now for him to just wait, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. You know, and you have to, I mean, unless something massive, it's either going to be a massive deal where you're talking three-way deal, you know, Omar's going somewhere, you know, Carlo's going somewhere, DeBrusque is going, you know, two of two of players are going here, here, and here. Money's going out. Something's retained over here. Like, it, it's going to be a clusterfuck of a deal, mm-hmm. or there's going to be no deal at all. Because if you really look at what makes sense for the Bruins to do, first of all, you got to start at who does it make sense for them to get rid of? Who does it make sense for them to actually try to trade? Mm 
Well, do you really want to trade Jake DeBrusque on that contract? You need the sweetheart deals, and you got to run the risk of that you're gonna that you're gonna. <laughs> as long as she's a three dressed up as a nine, that, I think that's I think that's a holdover from the PLD conversation. I, I was gonna say I think that's directly. Hey, the- hey, Mama Papa Bear! Like I know some dudes who will see who will see a nine who acts who acts absolutely out of their goddamn mind, and she turns into a ten. Like <laughs> the thing is, is on the ice. He's everything that you want. 65.2 C who a hundred, who, who hundred penalty minutes a couple of years ago. He's aggressive. He's tough to play against. He's not, everything that you want. He doesn't take stupid. He takes a lot of penalties. He doesn't take stupid penalties. It right. And not like, to the level of a Bergeron for two way forward, but he no. doesn't exactly ignore defense either. He knows it's supposed to be played. If, <laughs> He was a guy who just put his head down and just did his job without kvetching all the time. Get him on my team right now. I want it. Right. Problem is, is he doesn't fucking do that. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but just when you look at what, what you want to deal from the Bruins roster, and, and we'll include the RFAs in that as well because Swayman and Frederick and, you know. Frank Cervelli is reporting that Trent Frederick might not be qualified. What do you think about that? Um, Is it in favor for a longer-term deal? Don't know. Don't know yet. All, all he said was that they might not qualify him. I think that would be stupid. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is good talk, of- Chris. <laughs> that, that's all I got. Uh, he was thinking with the wrong head. Um, PLD? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abby, Correct. this is kind of where I'm going with the question. What is your dream deal? Any team for anyone? That's the part that's tough. So yeah. I want to give a shout out. I do want to give a shout out. A couple, a couple of days ago, a friend of mine texted me and she posed a question for me. What would it take to get Tage Thompson on the Bruins? <laughs> Shout out Lulu. Um, that is, I think I had to think about it. I hated, I hated the, uh, <laughs> I absolutely hated the uh, concept of it. But I ended up saying like, Olmark, Grizzlick. <laughs> no, it was Swayman, Grizzlick, DeBrusque. Um, oh, I think it cost you pasta. Pasta, yeah, probably. I, I think Tage but Thompson, it's like it's what you're willing to give up, right? And Buffalo could be like, "That's nice. Give us well, the eleven million dollar boy." If I'm looking at the deal from Buffalo, Tage Thompson's untouchable. Oh, of course he is. Of course he is. Which is why I hated the question. I did, but if we're talking about dream deals, oh yeah, well, I mean, override the uh, <laughs> the button on the PlayStation there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, she actually, hang on. She just texted me because she's watching. Oh. Uh, and Lee Sell plus two picks. Yeah. <laughs> and probably Lori. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you are literally turning over half your team just to go get Tage. Oh, man. I love Tage Thompson, man. I mean, and he, he, is, he is Ian's mortal enemy because I remember the, uh, before the season started a couple years ago, 
the conversation with him was basic with Ian. We were just talking about Tage Thompson. He was like, this guy, we brought up his chart and everything was like 1%. And we're like, this is going to be Buffalo's number two center this year. And Ian went off on how bad he sucks. And then he scored 35 goals. <laughs> just to say, fuck fuck weird. <laughs> just to say, fuck you, Ian. He, he was yeah, exactly. He was listening. Fuck you, low call specifically. <laughs> I just, I, I look at it though. And I go, Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall. Do you really want to trade Taylor Hall, the guy that after a decade is finally a Bruin, forced his way to become a Bruin? You mm-hmm. gave him a no uh, non a no movement clause in his contract. Has two years left. Is a former MVP candidate, winner even, and is only six million dollars. Do you really want to trade that guy away for one? Second of all, with his no movement clause. Where 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 would he uh where would he want to go? I mean, it's not going to be Buffalo, first of all. <laughs> no, but Buffalo is coming off of a lot of people's no no trade lists, and I can't fault them for it at all. Right. Let's see. Do you think Tage will hit fifty goals some year? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Dude's a mutant. Half the team plus cash. Well, we we are still owned by the Jacobs family. So once you admit cash into the deal, no deal. Right. <laughs> no deal. The, the cash is a no-no. Um, but Martian and Hall on your left side. And I know everybody's all, I don't know, what's the word? All a flutter. Yeah, all flutter. Hard. Everything. You're horny for Bertuzzi. Horny for Bertuzzi, yes. I just... And and don't get me wrong, I loved what I saw Bertuzzi Zaka Pasta. I loved it. But Martian Hall, are you really trading one of them? There's too many people who are who are saying to recoup what you can for Brad Marchand as if he's, you know, dead. Right. And and I'm going to apologize because I started that right after we got eliminated. Uh, when everyone hurt was people, back. hurt people, Chris, it's okay. <laughs> well, we were, uh, uh, Mike and I were talking about, um, you know, whether or not Bergeron was going to come back, Krejci were going to come back. And I, I just simply said, listen, if, if Bergeron walks, I feel like it's something that you at least have to consider because if Bergeron walks and Krejci walks and the entire next season is dedicated to get cheaper, get younger, how does Brad Marchand help that when you can use him to get picks? You can use him to get, I mean, tell me that you couldn't get a young center who's unproven like a Quentin Byfield, like a Shane Wright for Brad Marchand. You could, but I don't, I still, I, I again, I don't love doing it. No. All right, I don't love doing it. It's not even I don't love doing it. I don't think it's worth it. Right but that, but that's my point. Considering what how he still produces. Can, right, and it's also last year was a, an off year, recovering from double hip surgery. And he but, still was nearly a point per game. Right. So if that's his down year, I don't want to trade that. I don't care that he's six point one two five mil. I want to keep that. Mm-hmm. That's a good value for what he does. Still, he's still right. he's still one of the best contracts in the league. Right. Now, here's the thing. Hall and Martian play defense. Mm-hmm. 
I would much rather see Taylor Hall with Zaka and Pasternak and have at least some sort of defensive respectability on that line. Bertuzzi's defensive defensive acuity is shockingly bad. It's... Tyler, <laughs> Tyler Bertuzzi is what happens when you don't train Georgi Merkulov. <laughs> I mean, kind of, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, uh, hmm. uh, although I will say, if Frederick doesn't get the qualifying offer, maybe that does say something about what their plans are with a guy like Merkulov. Maybe. I personally think that that report that Frederick might not get qualified is just a Don Sweeney special where the guy, where a lot of people hate Don Sweeney, whatever, but because he takes his time with a lot of things. But the dude is very meticulous and will explore every single possibility for pulling the trigger. And I think that's one of them. Right. Also, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's fielding calls right now. It was like, hey, uh, Taylor Hall's on the market. Give us something. I'll put what it in. He should be fielding calls that everybody is on the market, with the exception of McAvoy, Pasternak, Lindholm. Every, like, with, with the exception of those people, I'm listening very, very, very high price on Marshan, mm-hmm. but I'm listening. Because you're not doing your job if you're not. Right. right. I'm I'm listening. I, I don't like many of the deals that I'd be hearing. But even even Taylor Hall, Charlie Coyle, I mean, there, there's nobody on this team that you can't say is untouchable. Mm-hmm. But Pasta, Lindholm, McAvoy, they're the closest. They they as Dom says, how do you not qualify Trent Frederick? He has value as a trade chip. Even I don't think it's a real thing. You know what I mean? I, I, it, I it's just something that Cervelli on his podcast just kind of because he's one point one five right now on the cap, and I believe that would I think that's his qualifying offer is one point one five. So you at least qualify him and make it so you can match. You can trade him. None of those options go away. So you, I, I don't see why you wouldn't qualify him unless you're trying to devalue a longer-term contract. Right. right. Such as trying to do a three for, I don't know, I can't even go three, like three for six. Just do a, just do an even two? Yeah bump them up to an even two and keep them mm-hmm. for the next three years. I think they want to go with the two year because I believe with the two year deal, he's still an RFA. Oh, maybe. No, maybe I believe Dom Dom. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, which I probably am. <laughs> so, I mean, you could even go as two for what? 1.75. Mm-hmm. And that's still, he's definitely good. earned a pretty good raise. And, you know, consider this my mea culpa on him. I was wrong. I was wrong about him. I was done with him. At but the end that's of the thing is we were also all wrong about Lauco. And Lauco, mm-hmm. I believe, needs a qualifying offer too. I don't think his is very high though. I think it's like his is like seven hundred sixty four or something like that. It's some weird number. I think it's slightly under eight hundred grand. Really? Is it? I think so. Okay. Um, do, do, do. I'm going to go find out now because hey, there's, there's tools for that. <laughs> <laughs> and there's an app for that. Uh, there is, it's called cap friendly. Oh man. What a resource. Oh my God. Yes. Gotta love it. Shout out cap friendly. Shout out Puckpedia. 
all mm. all all the all the things that we use to fuck around with this stuff and and not get real life things done. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Trent Frederick's qualifying offer would be one point one five zero, and Lauko's would be seven hundred and eighty seven point five. Sign on the line, which is dotted, Jacob. <laughs> I, I mean, think that's a. I think that's a. I think that's an easy one. I think that's one that he signs. Could you get Lauko for longer though, for just a little bit more? Three years, one point two five, and move on from Frederick. I think Frederick has utility that Lauko doesn't at this point, and I don't know if it'll ever develop for Lauko. Uh, but if you don't qualify him, you can start talking to other teams immediately. Can't sign until July one, but he can start talking to other teams. What's the tri- What's the RFA deadline for qualifying? June thirtieth, I believe. Is it the thirtieth? I think so. I think it's the last day of June. Last day, yeah, I believe. I believe. Again, Dom, just just correct me. Just yeah. keep a tally of how wrong I am. <laughs> I'm t- I'm literally I'm literally uh, taking stuff off the top of my head. So this is like no research no, I, whatsoever. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know. I, I know there's usually a deadline for it. And that's why I'm curious to know. Um, but I mean, we all—I mean, we have Samuel Esselin. Is that how you'd say it? He's an RFA. He's, he's a center, though. He's a center. He's a center um, who didn't really produce much in the AHL. So I mean, Lavko <laughs> will get the Steen deal, two years, 800k on a one-way. I would take. I'm. So into that. Listen, bump it up to 850 grand and I still sign it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so into that. I'm so into that. But I think you keep both. I think you I think you qualify both of them. I think you try to sign both of them. I, I think so. Frederick, 17 goals, plus plus defensive forward, probably has still more development. I, I think if you let him develop more, he becomes a top penalty killer. I firmly believe that. I was going to say, has Frederick played his way into an opportunity to play with Coyle on a PK? Sure, absolutely. You have Debru- you'll have Debrusque and Zaka on a power kill on your first unit. Uh, your second unit could be your second unit could be Bergeron Marchand for like you know, hey, look, we got to get a goal. And your third unit could be, you know, Coyle and Frederick, and then you just kind of rotate as the situation dictates. And, and, and really, quite frankly, your number one unit in that is still Marchand Bergeron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But well, I mean, it just depends on like I mean, after the oil had over three minutes of penalty kills on this year, uh, over an average, right? Oh, no, I'm just saying you don't have to deploy them in that order, though. That's the thing. Well, deployment is it's 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 a it's a point, it's a construct, it's just like basically, uh, you, you, and you go, right? You know, (laughs) yeah, June 30th. Thank you, Dom. Thank you, perfect. Um, where do you stand on AJ Greer? Fine as a 13th forward. Don't want him to be a regular. That That's where I, I don't want him. I, I don't want him to be anything higher than a 13th forward either. He plays. The I think he's good as a shot in the arm kind of guy, but I don't think he's much else. He was a high draft pick though. Wasn't he? Wasn't he was 38th in 2015. Was he that? Low? I thought he was higher than that. No, he's a second rounder. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Don Sweeney is collecting 2015 draft picks like Infinity Stones at this point. Right? 
He just wants the number one overall pick now. <laughs> uh, you use video game logic. If I get enough of these picks, they'll equal the number one pick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, let me see here. He, I mean, he had 52 points in 53 games in 21-22 for the Comets for the AHL. Mm-hmm. So there is a little bit of a scoring touch. He's got an he's got an incredible wrist shot. He's got a really good wrist shot. It's just I don't think he has the like I just or mental like, acuity to pop it off as regularly as he should. That's what I'm saying. I look at it and I go, "What's missing?" Like no. he's six three. He's two oh five. He plays physical. Mm-hmm. He's shown he can score at some level. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, we're he's going. A he's a four A guy. Yeah, which is fine as an extra forward. If you if if you sign him, and he plays thirty five games for you and chips in seven points and gives you some gives you some physicality on the fourth line, fine. But can he be an everyday fourth line guy? I don't think so because also he takes a lot of really dumb penalties. That's the problem I have with. <laughs> Last year he took so many penalties and some of yeah. them some of them were stupid. What was the one what was the one in uh Montreal? That's the that's the issue is why can't he find the consistency? The only thing that's consistent it's all there. That's the thing that's more infuriating. It's all there. <laughs> that, well, the only thing that's consistent with AJ Greer is the PIMS. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. That's the only thing that's consistent. That season that you mentioned in Utica, he had over hundred penalty minutes doing that. <laughs> Oh God! And I think he had like ninety something. One hundred and two. Yeah. Uh, no, last year he played sixty-one games, had one hundred and fourteen with us. One hundred and fourteen. Okay, there it is. <laughs> I think the problem. There, you, uh, you see, yeah, there it is. There it is. There it is. Uh, Captain Kirk can fly that. Uh, Captain uh, Picard can fly that in no problem. And I know you're probably talking about the ship, but Star Trek for life. <laughs> But if you can coach him up, can he be better? Can, is it there though? You know what I mean. What is I it is know. it is it there to be coached up? It, I mean, I mean, the talent is there to be coached up. Is this there? Oh, five in a game misconduct cross check to Hoffman's face. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He like he was jostling with Hoffman, and then <laughs> so he's. So Shooter McGavin says, don't pay anyone on the bottom six. The, the, the thing with Greer is he's costing you less than 800 grand. It's 762.5, I believe. 762.5, yep. Uh, he says Greer has, sto- st- uh, has stone hands out. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. Here, agree with that. Counter- Great shot, but... Here's, here's a counter. What was one of the biggest sell points on Pavel Zaka? Um, Ian calls him the king of almost. <laughs> oh, you mean s- selling points? Selling points. When we got him from New Jersey, what was a, an accolade that he had that people said he didn't utilize enough? His shot. Yeah. If you can coach it up in Zaka, why can't you coach it up in Greer? I think Zaka's smarter than Greer. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but you have one more year to figure it out. And mm-hmm. last year he played 61 games. He was adapting to a new team. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of things that 
you know, remember, Linus Allmark's first year here was also a down year, too. Some people don't deal with moving. Granted, it's from New Jersey to Boston, but still, it's a move nonetheless. Mm-hmm. People don't deal with moving the same way. You know, we, we saw how much the mental part of the game can affect a player with Jake DeBrusque in 2020, 2021. Mm-hmm. Well, with, with, with DeBrusque, it was a lot of other factors. It was he didn't know what the organization thought of him. <laughs> one for one, Zaka, I still find that hilarious. I, I, I think it was hilarious that everybody in New Jersey loved the deal so much. Thank God we got rid of Pavel Zaka. <laughs> But yes, as Dom says, you can't coach hockey IQ. No, yeah, and see, that's it. That's it. That's uh, it. The skills are there, but the brain—it's like you can—you can hear the ocean between the ears. That's why I sit there and I go, I want to see it for one more year, but I don't. <laughs> if he's a thirteenth Ford, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I like him as a player, but not as a regular. I'm not trying to fix stupid. I'm just trying to coach it. <laughs> we're not trying to fix stupid. We're trying to. Can you just, can you just build a bridge between that chasm of of where that bridge is sailing through? That's mm-hmm. all. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Shoot! Oh my God! Are we going to start with this really shooter? Because Bruce was too hard. Uh, shooter, that isn't what happened. Now shooter, Bruce, that isn't what happened. Shooter, that isn't what happened. Uh, Forty as losers get rid of DeBrusque. Shooter, shut the fuck up. Yes, shooter. Come like stop. Stop, stop with the lazy ass Look, Bruce Cassidy take, first and foremost. Second of all, if you actually the situation, please. I was gonna say if you actually read and pay attention to any no, it's not what happened. Uh, no. All right. DeBrusque was not asking to leave because of Oh, that. there it is. Nope, nope. Uh-huh. <laughs> he fucking got us. <laughs> Oh! Oh my God! Oh! I hate you! <laughs> oh, fucking Felder! Oh, let's see. I'm doing a Bruins draft preview, and there's this one player they can get in the third round has all the talent, but stupid as shit. Oh, so is it that? Uh, what's his name? Kalen? Kalen? It's like his name is like. I swear to God, I read about this kid today, and his name was was like C A L Y N or something like that. Still says get rid of him seriously. Okay. No, stop it. No high nope. on the prize. Nope. Nope. Here's my question. What are you getting in return? Because we've already established nobody's You're losing the trade. So my question is, is well, you're losing any trade that you make. Mm-hmm. Like you, there's nothing that you can Can you but here's the thing. Can you you, you can't afford to lose a trade for Jake DeBrusque? You can no. afford to lose a trade for a guy like me, like Allmark because Swayman's in the wings. You well, know what I mean? Here's my other counter to the trade to Brusque people. Guy's got $4 million. He wants to be here now. Mm-hmm. He, he is one of your best marketing tools right now. Listen, I wanted out because things weren't going the way I wanted. I was patient. I worked with the people I should work with. And... Again, Cassidy had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it didn't help by sitting there going, and I'll get a new coach. But it didn't hurt either. Krejci was still going to come back. Bergeron was still going to come back. Like, none of that was the reason. The communication, sure. 
but he is a marketing tool to sit there and say, I was patient. They, I mean, it's almost 10 years after he was drafted, eight years ago, mm-hmm. he was drafted. He went through the steps. He worked through the coaching. Like, and let's, let's be real too. Wasn't Cassidy his coach in Providence? Yep. So when we talk about a coach's message getting stale, let's not forget Cassidy was his coach for longer the than entire time. Because when he came Boston. in, it was Cassidy's first full year in Boston. Right. So he was he was coached by Cassidy longer than anybody else on this roster. And if the message is going stale, then the message is going stale. Let's see. He says a second round pick and a cheap contract role player. No thanks. I'll keep the brusque. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one player they can trade and not lose is Grizz. I would agree with that. I agree. I and th- this is as someone who's a staunch Grizz defender. I agree with that. The now here's my question: Would you increase Grizzly's value and retain a million dollars in a deal? That's a good question. Because one thing that we've seen in almost all of the major trades, someone's retaining money. And quite frankly, with him having one year left on his deal, I'd rather retain money on him for a year. Because this is because you just need to free it up for one year, too. Let's mm-hmm. see. Uh, Shooter says, I'd rather keep Hall than DeBrusque. We need to cut money somewhere. The option there's a there's a undiscovered third option. You keep both. Yeah. Let's see. Cassidy had DeBrusco over for dinner to try and get him to change his mind. Mm-hmm. It was the leadership that basically told Cassidy to let go if he wants to go. Yeah, I can see that. They, I mean, yeah. they they would have been close. It, it was a messaging thing. Like it wasn't. It was all on ice messaging. It had nothing to do with they didn't like each other or anything yeah. like that. I absolutely despise the narrative of like Cassidy was too hard on the players. Wow. It's just, it's so overplayed and uninformed. And I'm sorry, shooter, but it's what it is. Okay. And Andrew riled up on Grizz. No. Well, okay. All right. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold up. (laughs) First of all, um, my issue isn't like you know you got to keep Grizz under on any under any circumstances. Like you, you Grizz is probably the most value you're gonna you're gonna get the most value for your buck on someone like Matt Grizzlick. and I think it's clear at this point that the that the coaching staff doesn't trust him. Why else would you play Derek Forbord over him? You right. know, sure, um, so you yeah. gotta you have to you have to kind of cut bait a little bit. Yeah. Grizzlick is one of my favorite players, and I, he will always be one of my favorite players. But you know, if you love someone, set him free. <laughs> uh, you guys want to keep everyone? We have five million dollars in those centers. So who do you want to trade? Grizzlick. Um, See the, the the thing. I is- have no problem with trading Allmark. Um, I mean, I don't want to, but I I that's one that I'm like, okay. Let, let me pose it to you this way, shooter. I'm not against trading anyone. It's got to be for the right thing. And if you're telling me that you're going to trade DeBrusque for a second round pick and a cheap role player, 
that's a no from me, dog. Mm-hmm. No. DeBrusque brings a lot more to this team than a second-round pick for a player who's not going to play for you for four or five years and a cheap role player like A.J. Greer. DeBrusque was an absolute monster last year. 200-foot player. That's what I'm saying. Now, if you tell me that you're going to get a late or early, a late first rounder or an early second rounder, okay, we're we're talking a little bit. That's getting the conversation started. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna try to maximize that deal. If I'm looking at dealing Jake DeBrusque, I'm gonna try to maximize the trade, and that's where I'm gonna try and make it bigger and include, hey. If I also put in Matt Grizzlick, you get 29-year-old defenseman who can move the puck and is an elite analytics guy on uh, across the board. And you're going to get an underpaid top six left-right winger. Guy who can play both sides. He's proven it now. So that ups his value. And he's what, 25? Yep, 26. 26? Mm-hmm. And... He's under contract for four million dollars, so you're going to take on seven million. Now let's have the conversation, mm-hmm. or let's get a third team involved. Because yeah, I'm this not- idea that Jake DeBrusque is some albatross that needs to be that needs to be gotten rid of at any. It's just it's that 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 can't and shouldn't be bought. That can that that's a bill of goods that the ninety eight five crowd has been sold and they take it wholeheartedly. It's just, it's ridiculous. So, it's ridiculous. But, but, that, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm taking for that approach. Mm-hmm. And that's the same approach I would take with a haul deal. Like I, I don't want to do six trades. I want to try and bang everything out in one, maybe another small one, kind of like the Keith Kincaid to Colorado kind of deal. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Dom says, remember when the Bruins almost got Shen from St. Louis, there were three deals that went back and forth and Grizz is one player that was in all three proposals by St. Louis teams know his value. Now <laughs> that is an interesting one though, because the blues, they're gonna be in the market. I don't know for defensemen, but at the same time, I can see them wanting to shuffle up what their D de- what their deal core looks like. Uh, DeBrusque needed a reset and got it. Proved he's ready to stay in Boston. Doesn't Hall have a no movement? He has a model. Yeah, it's a partial. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, 15 teams or something. Yep, exactly. I think that's right. Um, let's see. Taylor Hall has a, 16, a 10 team for 23, 24, 24, 25. 10 teams. 10, okay. Pareko is rumored to move. he's been brutal last two years (laughs) but that's my point like you look at what some of of what's on the on the block and available like on the menu (laughs) (laughs) on the move um i mean if if somebody had said to you hey ivan provorov might get moved are you getting excited by that exactly colton pareko's on the nice nice top four piece meh Like, eh, okay. I mean, Colton Pareko, where, where's he filling in for you? What's his role on this team? Top four? Eh. Mm-hmm. Right. The reason why I say that is because you have, yeah, I know. That's why we brought it up. Yeah, that's why we brought it up. Brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Danny Breer is selling. Okay, great. 
I don't know if Danny Pereira is selling. I think Keith Jones took one look at the bedroom and was like, bitch, you live like this, and just started selling off bases. <laughs> Yeah, they, they just they just showed they just sold the futon, okay? Yeah, right. The, anything that's not nailed down, you're probably gonna end up keeping Couturier. You're probably gonna end up keeping like that would be a mistake. But yeah. well, and, and that's why I was asking you the, the name I threw out there for you the other day was Scott Lawton. Like I know he's he's not a top line guy. Mm-hmm. You He's can't... a good third center, and we have like three of those. <laughs> right, but what what you'd be trying to do in that instance, though, is is building from the back end. Mm-hmm. You want to, and, and obviously, your goal scoring is going to come from your wingers. Right. <clears throat> you know, I' pretty sure. I mean, oh, I mean, he's he's not a high end scorer, regardless, but. You know, the guy can still... I think he had like 38 points last year. I think he had 17 uh, goals, something like that. 43 last year, 18 uh-huh. goals, 25 assists. The year before that, 19 assists. I mean, I'll take that from my third-line guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abby asked about Carter Hart on the move. See, Carter Hart's a very interesting name, in my opinion. I do see him being dealt. He's just under 4 mil. He's an RFA. He's another one that if I'm Philly, I'm calling teams that are close but have someone else, i.e. Edmonton. Carter Hart with Skinner, that's a much better pairing than Carter Hart than uh, Skinner with Campbell because at least Carter Hart's 24. <laughs> yeah, Hart and Skinner would be a really nice uh, goalie tandem. Playing back home out uh, in Western Canada. He may he he might want to go there. <laughs> Is that where he's from? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Alberta, Edmonton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's where he's from. He may want to go there. Um, I mean, I also I hate to say it too, but Seattle, Seattle could use a boost in their goaltending, and Carter Hart's not a terrible option for them either, because you have okay goaltending. But if you can find the switch for Carter Hart, oh shit! Yeah, you know Jones and, and Jones and Grubauer, you did your job. Now let's actually Dreider, get a start. Dreider too. Dreider. Dreider. Oh, I'm I'm very apprehensive about Dreider because that's that's a torn ACL he's recovering from. Right. Oh, and by the way, let's talk about ACLs. Ottawa could use a temporary goaltender right now. Oh God! I feel so I I felt so bad when he when Forsberg got hurt like in that way, mm. Forsberg getting hurt like that, yeah, tearing both of them. Yeah, it's bad enough that he tore one. The guy can't fucking walk right now. Yeah, right. Uh, but I do like Forsberg's fit up there. You just you need someone who can get you through about half the year. Mm-hmm. So they they are a team. Honestly, they're a team that I would sit there and say, you know what? Go grab UPL. We were talking about him earlier. Grab a guy like UPL and, you know, there's going to be a veteran on the scrap heap. I think goaltending is the only market in the free agency realm where things are actually looking good. Mm -hmm. Let me see here. Yeah. All right, um, go grab Varlamov and UPL, and then when Forsberg comes back, 
you're good. Like, Ottawa's building something. And, and you know, okay, fine, you don't like Varlamov? Let me throw a couple other ones out there. Freddie Anderson, Anthony Ranta, Laurent Brassois, um, Tristan Brassois, I think, at least saved his NHL career this year. He was very good. He was. Mm-hmm. He really and then was. Aiden Hill took over. I think Aiden Hill. Oh, and Vegas is another team, by the way, who could use a goaltender. I think um, Logan Thompson is the only one other than. I think Leonard's signed next year as well. Bankrupt Leonard? <laughs> yeah, he's still on the roster, but. He is, yeah. Uh, let's see. Markstrom has no movement clause, so that's interesting. Who gave oh, him a no movement clause? Oh, right. The ch- the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. Uh, Brad for living. Um, <laughs> he, he's another one. Though. Like, and w- But when you look at the goaltending that's out there, every single one of them, if you look at it and go, but with money retained, holy shit. If you get Markstrom with money retained, even at four million dollars, that's two million retained. Mm-hmm. Markstrom only makes four. No, he makes six. Oh, I see. Okay, got it. So if you get him to retain thirty percent, they're still clearing forty four mil. They're, they're, you have to look at it in that way. Mm-hmm. Omar, oh my God, I would be picking up the phone and shopping him for two and a half mil. What would you get if I retain half of his money? <laughs> People are gonna uh general managers are gonna have to be creative with the money for at least one more year. Because yeah, I don't want to retain money all the time. But mm-hmm. this year, make that an exception. Because if I'm trying to clear I like not everybody has a situation like Minnesota when it comes to a guy like Dumba. Listen, pay cut or leave. <laughs> We're literal we literally have how much buyout money do they have out? $13 million in just dead money? Minnesota. Oh, God. Now now you're making me want to pull it up. I think it's like $13.65 million. Those are the, the Sutter and Parise buyouts. Yeah, they have... Oh, God. 14.7. For this I year, undersold and- it. <laughs> Yeah. 7.371794 to be exact per player. Oh my god. Uh, and the best part is So wait a minute. They have 14 million dollars in dead dead cap, which means they are operating under a 69 million dollar salary cap. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was planned though. No. <laughs> well, Bill Guerin, I, I, the stones on Bill Guerin to look at those two contracts and just go, no, no, no. Who did this? <laughs> Imagine if they still had them. Oh, that would be so much worse. Parise scored 20 for the Islanders this year, so good for him, I guess. Like, but Suter, Suter, Suter finally the cliff finally came for Suter this year. Did you see him in the in the? Did you see him in the series against oh, um, Vegas? Yeah, the only they cliff that he has is I play him. with they hooked him. <laughs> I play with Miro, and Miro's like, and Miro is over there being like, "Help!" <laughs> <laughs> so, but when you look at the defensive mark, I, I I know everybody keeps bringing up Orloff, but like. 
there's also Matt Dumba out there. I, I know he wants to stay in Minnesota, but I, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, what you want and what's going to happen are two different things, Matthew. Right. Don <laughs> Klingberg is still out there. He's ready for another deal. He, he had 33. I'll give you $1 million as a heavy shelter third pair. Um, let's see. Oscar Clefbaum. He is retired. He is, is he retired now. I believe he is retired. I think his shoulder, the shoulder issues are too much. I gotcha. Um, Vince Dunn, he's an RFA, but he's going to be available. And then the, an interesting name that, that I keep looking at going, I think you could get him fairly inexpensively. I think he's going to be open to a pay cut. Mm-hmm. If he went to a, uh, a potential winning situation, Kevin Shattenkirk. I don't know if he has, I don't know if he's an 82 game defenseman anymore. Well, he got, that's, a, that's an interesting, that's an interesting name for sure. He got 75 in last year, 27 points. Yes. He was a minus 20. He averaged mm-hmm. about 19 minutes of ice time per game for the ducks. For the ducks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not worried about the minus 20. Yeah. How about another name that a, a name that I'm, I'm, I, I would be into the Bruins bringing on as like a veteran presence. You already have one or you want me to throw a few more out there? No, I have one. Okay. Scott Mayfield. I was going to mention him too. Mm-hmm. I I really like that. Um, the question is, is how much are you willing to pay him? He had a very good season last year for the Islanders. He's 30 years old. He's still relatively young-ish. <laughs> but he's also on the right side. So he's going to be behind McAvoy and Carlo. Mm-hmm. So how much can you spend on that guy? Most I would spend is probably two. Does that get him? I don't know. I was going to say, I don't think that's going to get him, though. Mm-hmm. He had 82 games. He played all of them, 21 minutes a night, 24 points. like mm-hmm. you know, And he was a plus defender. He was a crazy plus eight, but not everyone's going to be the Norris candidate that is not Hampus Lindholm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, and then you got other guys like, you know, Radko Gudis. He's throwing his uh, his value up in the playoffs. Carson Susie. I would I would I would put I would give a call to Carson Susie if I'm the Bruins. I'm Uh, a team. Let's see. Travis Dermott, although he's an RFA. Um, hey, Anton Strawman, he'll be out there. You know that scene in X-Men First Class when uh, when they're in the past and uh, <laughs> Professor X and uh, <laughs> Professor X and Magneto go to Logan in the bar and they introduce each other and they introduce themselves and Wolverine says, go fuck yourselves. That's what that contract negotiation is going to be for Strawman between Strawman and Bros. <laughs> but when I look at some of these names, there's another name that I keep going back to. Connor Clifton. No. Too much. Too much. But, Too much. He earned a significant pay, pay raise. Where do you think he's going to come in on that contract? <sighs> Close to three, I believe. So and I think he goes to New Jersey. You think he goes to New Jersey? Mm-hmm. They're good. They're getting rid of Graves, Ryan Graves. That's another one, by the way. 
well, that's just it. Why why would you get rid of Graves for? Well, I mean, yeah, Graves is going to get a pay bump. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's exactly why. But he's left side. Clifton's right side. I believe Graves plays both sides. I believe Graves played the right side a lot in Jersey. Okay. Somebody can correct me. Uh, Ian Cole's going to be available from Tampa. That that he's going to be pursued. I just that's where I look at Connor Clifton though. When I go, okay, if you're going to get Clifton, is he going to get that kind of money? Do you really see him getting that much? I really do. I really do. I think I think Clifton two point seven five will be the number that I I land on. Okay. I I think he comes in closer to maybe two point one two five. Okay. Um. I just I I think. Do you resign that if you're Boston? I consider it. Because but do you? He's known commodity. Mm-hmm. And he knows devil you know, yeah. It's the devil that you know, and you know that he has no issue slotting in behind McAvoy, Carlo, Clifton. Boom. One, two, three, you're done on the right side. It like, just depends. It just depends on the the rearranging of deck chairs. And then Shooter says New Jersey is the team to send Allmark to and I think they like Schmid. I think they like Akira Schmidt over there. Or Sway. That's the thing. No, not Sway. <laughs> Well, here, here's my other thing, too, is what's their biggest deficiency right now in New Jersey? Consistent goaltending. Consistent goaltending. They got some really good goaltending in that once Schmidt, Schmidt came in. <laughs> right. Consistent goaltending. Yeah. Do you really want to help them? Do you really want to help the team that you're going to have to go through in the playoffs? Right. Like... I, I don't, and I certainly don't want to do that by giving them Jeremy Swayman. Yeah. Now, if they get a goaltender because you're pulling off a three-team deal, okay, fine. As you said, if you're rearranging deck chairs and money's going out and, you know, I, I know um, uh, what's his name uh, down in Nashville. He's been rumored to be available as well. Soros. Soros. Kings were in on him. Um, Kings were in on him. And uh, Trotz came in and they said, and he said, if you want Soros, we want two first round draft picks. We want two top prospects (laughs) and we want a roster player. That quieted that quiet, that quieted that, that, uh, that talk real quick. Yeah. I, I I don't see them getting rid of him. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see. I'm fine with Omar and Bussy. Either way, hard to justify paying two goalies with no centers. Actually, that would be the reason why you would pay two goalies. Mm-hmm. Correct. Like it's very are- easy to it's very easy to justify it, especially when one of the centers is coming off a nearly sixty point season and the other one became one of the premier shutdown centers in the NHL. Right. Like, and, and we not no not none of them are number one centers. Where no one's going to deny that. But right. And and it's one of those things where if you look at trying to go out and get a number one center, uh, let's see. Dom says Bruins have the highest paid defense for next season. They need three demon making under one point five after McAvoy, Lindholm, Carlo. If they want to ice a forward group, that's why you trade Grizz. 
That's why you give Zaboral every opportunity to make the team. I think that's why you give Lorai an opportunity to make the team. You give Lorai every opportunity to make the team. Dom, what do you think of uh, Zaboral's chances to stick this year? I want to hear your thoughts on that. I, I'm very interested in that as well because yeah. I, I do like what – because let's not forget, this was also his first season back from a torn ACL. Yeah. So he was playing – He looked great on a pair with Riley. What? Right. <laughs> he was playing very, very well. And then he tore his ACL to shit, and he still was working back from it. Let's see. I'm fine with Zboril. He was good before right. the injury. Well, that's right. what you're hoping to get back from. Or get get him back to. Get out from him. Um, Let's see. I'm just looking down the pipeline for defensemen, and I, I just I don't see anyone else in the system where I sit there and I go, like, Jack Ashan. This is Michael Callahan erasure, man. Mike Callahan, okay. I'm I'm kidding. He's not gonna be an NHL guy. <laughs> okay, fine. You want to give the guy a chance, okay? But let's see. I think after World Championships, he he looked ready. He looked great in the World Championships for sure. He did. Is he talking Lorai? No, he's talking Zaboral. Oh, Zaboral. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, that I think the injury really hampered what he's capable of. Mm-hmm. I really do. I I want to see. I, I would mean, have liked to have seen him play more. Um, remember uh, uh, before the injury, we were talking about putting Zboril next to McAvoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were. I mean, and I think that's a pair that could work. Um, obviously, McAvoy would be doing a lot of heavy lifting, but I think that's a pair that could be okay. I mean, if you're looking at your top four, Zboril, McAvoy, Lindholm, Carlo. You have something there as long as Borel plays close to what he was before the injury. Mm-hmm. Now you just have to figure out your bottom pair. Right. And that's where I, I think if you give a guy like Lori the inside track on the left side, I, I, I don't know. Weren't they high on Connor Carrick at one point? Hmm. He had that one game in Philly where he looked really good. I think he ends up re-signing here just as kind of an kind of a, a farmhand. Do you think but... you can get him on a like a, on a PTO deal? That's a possibility. I mean, you need to, you need there needs to be found money somewhere. Because I I feel like he's the kind of guy that you would be like, listen, we're gonna give you a PTO. Let's see. Uh, like I said, after right. the world, he looked like mm-hmm. he did. Re-injury. He did. He looked very good. I just, I, you're not breaking up the Carlo Lindholm pair. So that's set. You know, McAvoy's penciled in. So that's set. Now, the question I have is of those three guys, do you consider trading any of them for the right package? Or are they all considered untouchable or again, barring the unreasonable dry sidle or, you know, McDavid deal. Are you, are you keeping them? I think I'm, I, I'm obviously vast overpay aside or, you know, with a vast overpay, I'm keeping all of them. Let's see. Yes. Lindholm. Sell Carlo high. Nope. Carlo is injury risk. So, the sell Carlo high. What are you getting for him? 
because again, we have already come to an agreement countless times. I don't like any of the deals that I'm coming across. I don't. However, if you can swing a deal. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's hockey, baby. <laughs> injury factor aside, because as Dom just said, everyone's an injury risk. All right. I there are certain targets on the market that I think you could go after that make some sense. Mm-hmm. Like I really like the idea of going after Adam Henrique out of um Anaheim. Because let's not forget, he played on the same line as Taylor Hall and Jr. So getting him two-way center, capable of playing the wing, makes sense. What do you have to give up to get him? That's my Probably a young top four defenseman. I wouldn't do it straight up. Mm -hmm. But if you can get out of Anaheim, and I don't know exactly what else. I know they have a – but they have our second-round pick. Let me pull it up here. Let's see. They have our second round pick, Colorado's second round pick, and Minnesota's third round pick. So if you can get a guy like Adam Henrique and a second round pick for Carlo, mm-hmm. I, 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 have, I still would have a lot of trouble trading, uh, trading a guy like Carlo because he is he's a play he's a playoff performer. He he showed that again. He was one of the only defensemen on the Bruins during that series against the Panthers that was worth his salt, his weight and salt. Right, and the issue that I have is Adam Henrique ends up costing you more against the cap than Brandon Carlo does. Yes. Now, my case to that is I would do the deal if you can get Anaheim to retain some of it Mm -hmm. simply because, one, it's one year. They still need to hit the cap floor, and two – they are still getting the better player, the current better player. All that said, though, if you can use let, – let's say they retain 50%. He's 5.8. So if you get – Henrik is making nearly $6 million. Yeah. If oh, you, no. <laughs> I mean, I like Henrik, but he's not a $6 million player. <laughs> no, but if you can get him in for, let's say, what would half of that be? Like 2.7? 2.9. Okay, so you get him at 2.9. And you get rid of four plus in Carlo. Mm-hmm. You then have some money where you might be able to go out and get a guy like Mayfield. Mm-hmm. And now you're going McAvoy, Mayfield, fill in your third. But I do think swapping out Mayfield for Carlo is a little reductive. That's that, That's why I don't love it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could throw out Matt Dumba. I like Mayfield. I like Mayfield. I love what Carlo brings. Right. I yeah. don't love the idea of and, and Adam Henrique, ironically enough, is their player union rep. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. That. So it, it's just it's one of those things where fine, if you want to throw this argument in there saying he's concussion history too, fine. Like again, I don't love it, but there's mm-hmm. other defensemen out there. That, I, that you could bring in, again, like I said, Dumba's out there. Klingberg is out there. He plays the left side. Although Klingberg, that's an interesting name. Who? John Klingberg. You'd have to they, – they, there's heavy shelter that's needed for him. But if it's 
McAvoy, Klingberg, Carlo, Lindholm. It moved a little, not going to lie. <laughs> That's, I, I would, I would, I would, I would definitely take a Not everyone has that many concussions. No. Uh, and they were deadly. Hall and Henrique. Absolutely. They were arguably yeah. one of the best lines in, in the history of their junior team, if I remember correctly. So putting them together also re could reignite Taylor Hall back to MVP level. Mm-hmm. I would be excited to try and see that again. Again, I don't like the idea of having to give Carlo up for it. Maybe, maybe you can convince them in some sort of clusterfuck three-way deal. Cause that's the, that's the thing. I think this is going to be the year of the three-way deal. Mm-hmm. I, I really do because you What's could the only way that all the money ends up working. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Think about this. If they can somehow ship Gibson off to, let's say, Pittsburgh. Oh, man. If Gibson goes to Pittsburgh, they're instantly a contender again. Oh, yeah, for sure. And they have to get rid of Grandlin, too. <laughs> uh, let's see. How high would you sell on on Carlo? I would. I don't want to sell Carlo. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't want to. Uh, I'm cool with that. Hall showed a lot of heart. And still this year, we should build around him, not trade him. He's 30. I'm not looking to build around him. I'm building around David Pasternak. Yeah, right. Uh, playing through injury. He was one of our best guys at times. He wants to be a Bruin. That's why you don't trade him. Right. Build around Hall and not Pasta. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, we already have Pasta. I just mean I'd rather not trade Hall. I don't want to. Let's see. Dom says you're not getting a second rounder if they are retaining 50%. No, probably not. I, I feel like in that deal, you would reduce the ask in in return for them to take. I, I should have worded that better. I, I would rather take them retaining 50% and take a fourth or a fifth than because the money is the bigger asset right now. I, yes, we want draft picks, but I'd rather take a later pick and have them retain the money. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's on me. I should have explained that one better. Did you have something? Nope, I'm good. <laughs> um, I just, I, I think something like that, though, the, the a three-way deal, because that is where a, a piece like a Jeremy Swayman could come into play. Mm-hmm. Because Jeremy Swayman, Lucas Dostal, they move on from Gibson. You get the, the forward that help that you need. You are able to get some retention out of it. And you know what I mean? Like there, there, there's a deal to be made there. It's not a great one for anybody, mm-hmm. but then well, it again, also depends on, it also depends on uh, how high um, Anaheim is on their other goalie prospect, uh, Ole Eriksson Ek. Um, they're high on him too. So it's like, do they, do they want, you know, two years of Swayman? You know what I mean? Do they, or do they think that Dostal and Eriksson Ek are, Right, that cusp at this point. They love Dostal. I think they view Dostal as like the future, future goaltender of the future over there. Or maybe they're the third team, and you guys and you try to get somebody else involved in some other way. Mm -hmm. Swayman goes there. Like there's there's just so many things that have to be done, and it's all complicated. Right. Uh, Let's see. Mark says, "Wow, you guys still still talking bees? We're always talking bees." Um, but we are going to start wrapping. That's why up. you got us on here, man. That's <laughs> what we're not paid for. Yeah. All oh, right. That's why, <laughs> why we take make the uh, bucks. 
Let's see. Trading DeBrusque is the most realistic option, in my opinion. Love the player, but we don't know what his next deal is or if he wants to stay. First of all, we do know he wants to stay. Mm-hmm. Second of all, we know his next deal ballpark mm-hmm. based on his performance. If he goes out and does what he did this year, he's going to easily be a six, $6 million guy. Yep. 6.5. That's what top line forwards are going for. Seven, mm-hmm. maybe even. Depends on how much the cap goes up once he hits unrestricted free agency. Um, the issue that I have is his contract is so good now, and we need that now. So I don't trade that now. <laughs> now, right. if you tell me we are approaching the trade deadline, we are completely out of it, we're in fifth place, and we have no shot at catching up. Okay, fine. Let's talk about trading Jake DeBrusque. Mm-hmm. Let's right. talk about replenishing the pool. Yeah, the trade deadline is where you, where you're going to extract the most value. Don't do it now. You know, you, and, you, you have to let Jake DeBrusque. You have to let contract year Jake DeBrusque take hold. For that. Oh God, contract Jake DeBrusque. <laughs> Let's see. We need a roster where you can get scoring opportunities from all four lines and still have a a, a number penalty kill. A number one penalty kill. I think she meant. Yeah. And yes. Uh, yeah. And I think structurally, I think the penalty kill is safe. Get rid yeah. of Forward. <laughs> it's not going to be the same because you're not keeping, you're not retaining Thomas Noshik. Yeah. It's not going to be the same. But when you look at some of these guys, like Taylor Hall's another one. If you're out of it, then you look to deal him. Look to deal him to a contender. Mm-hmm. Make Look at him as a Patrick Kane-esque type. Go to a contender. Who do you want to go to? Like, let us get something for you. You still got two years left, you know? Brad Marchand, same thing. Charlie Coyle, you could make the same. Like, that's what they have is deadline deal guys. (laughs) There's nobody on this that sits there with the exception of Mike Riley, who nobody fucking wants, which is why I think, as Dom put it, I think they're just going to buy him out. You save some money on the cap, but, like, you give him an opportunity. You give him an opportunity. He's an NHL defenseman. I don't think he carried himself as an NHL defenseman last year. And I don't mean that as in he was in the AHL genius. I mean, like, he didn't really do himself any favors when he was sent down. Yeah, no, he did not. But I'm going to come back to Mike Riley. Uh, Shooter says, give Bussy a shot at backup. Would you make him the full-time number two? That depends on training camp, man. (laughs) No, it depends on how he looks. He's already working out, so. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Nosek over floorboard as far as. 100%. Oh, yeah. Both are gone, but 100%. <laughs> See, I, I think floorboard, because he has an eight team. No. Three team. Three team, no trade list. Holy yep. shit. How specific? <laughs> um. Let's see. That that's where I, I land on. I really wouldn't be surprised if you saw going into camp, although I don't remember exactly what the buyout periods are. Um, going into camp, they may end up with Lindholm, McAvoy, Carlo, Riley. Like, hey, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it, but it's worked before. Mm-hmm. Like, and I wouldn't be against retaining money on Forbort just to get get him off the books. Like, Riley Zaboral. Oh, fuck God. it. Nope. 
McAvoy, McAvoy's Borrell, Lindholm, and uh, fill in the blank, and Carlo Riley. Mm-hmm. Carlo Riley is your third pair. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. What's the odds of us being out of the playoff hunt? Slim. I think, I think this is still a playoff team. Remember what we said about treading water coming into this year? It's going to be us all of next year right now. Mm-hmm. Right, for sure. I think this is the year. I think they got the prediction uh, back a year. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yes, he did. He he had a pretty decent. Like he wasn't he wasn't no shit coil levels, but he was on the penalty kill quite a bit. He was respectable. Mm-hmm. Sweeney has the list of where players won't go. Can we get those lists, please? I want those to be public so bad. I know why they aren't, but. I mean, maybe to avoid a Evgeny Dodonov situation again, maybe they should be public. Yeah, no shit. They really should. That would be my case against keeping it private. Mm-hmm. Let's see. If the Bruins are seriously saving as much money as possible, Bussy could be the backup. But if they want experience, another half the full season in the HL is out of the realm. Yep. Yep, 100%. I, I ideally want to have Bussy in Providence for – like, I don't want to say half the year because time frame wise, that's not what I mean. Would you but, give him like a starter's workload in the AHL? Just say like for half the year, just be like you're you're our main guy, and then we'll 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 pluck somebody out of the ECHL scrap heap to be your backup. <laughs> it's probably not that smart, but yeah. Let's see. Getting rid of Clifton will save us in the playoffs. He was a Pez dispenser. Um. Then what would you call Forbort? Um, the, 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 the Pez was actually cyanide caplets for Vormart. I trust the Senza to get the best out of a young goalie who's proven he can make wine out of piss. Um, that's an interesting analogy. Yeah. And yeah. Then what was the rest of them then? Yeah. Let's see. The lists are given when the contract is signed. The problem with the dad, dad knob. Is- I love that story so much. <laughs> Well, if the list is can the can those lists change? Because wasn't that also part of the problem? He tried to change someone that was on the list. Because like some of them, they can they can change them or they have to submit them by a certain date every year. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just how. Maybe it's semantics of the contract. Maybe I don't know. But, but still, that's really funny and kind of speaks to. Uh... The uh, how much of a cluster the uh, front office for the senators was at the time, and, and still probably still kind of is a lot of Pez dispensers. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Uh, he already has the starters role. That's what Kincaid was pissed and asked for a trade. Bussy took over the Friday Sunday schedule over Kincaid, which right. But Kaiser did ha- Kaiser did also get a lot of work in. I'm talking like a traditional kind of thing going on. Well, yeah, that would be the Friday Sunday schedule in the A. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. I, I would say I would I would do that for half the season again, mm-hmm. but like because last year he got thrown into it and he would you be sign Kaiser as kind of the thing and give him less time? No, I'd rather sign DiPietro. He looked great in Maine. I think I think I think he's I think that was a good reclamation idea. Okay, that that's what it was. Only yeah, there it is. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So I I mean there's there's still tons of this to go over. Um, Kaiser mm-hmm. was a Saturday guy. I think yeah, I two out of two out of every three. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, there's so much. I first of all, 
we got to get through the finals tomorrow, which it, it will be over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There's, there's no, there's no three, uh, one comeback in this round for, for Florida. I want to see Matt. I want to see Matt Kachuk um, get another misconduct for the that million. Would be, that'd be, that'd be hilarious. Let's see. Ooh, I'd take Kaiser over DiPietro every day if he can stay healthy. Me too, but I don't know. The, 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 it's the healthy part. Yeah, the number one avail- ability is availability. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know, though. Kaiser is – I don't know. I just – I don't see how you can make it work with all three. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Let's see. Right. Uh you happy for pasta after? Yeah, work. little bitty. Try Ivy. Absolutely. Uh, shout out uh, Abby for mentioning it too. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it's, I mean, just good for them. You know, like you can't help but be happy. It gives you the 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 feels, all the feel goods. Uh, <laughs> all the good stuff. See. Yep. Uh, let's see. Kaiser priced himself out and agree on getting DPH or locked up for minor pro depth. DPHO mm-hmm. is too small and he's not Soros. Few are. <laughs> right? That's why his name is not UC Soros. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just, I don't, there are so many things that I just look at and I go, but what about? You know, like, you hear all the names. There's so many that I would do, and I could be convinced of so many of them. I just, I don't know. It's so frustrating. <laughs> uh, is it is it July third? Is it is it July first yet? Is basically what I'm doing. I don't know, but I, I'm feeling like we'll have to do a live special to cover any frenzy. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I do want to get wrapping up here because we we've been on for an hour and 45 minutes or so. And we can do this all night. We, we already know we can do this all night. That's why we do this. Real quick, before you wrap up, um, PTO candidates, do you have any off the top of your head? Oh, boy, yes. <laughs> uh, first of all, just get me to the beginning of hockey. That's all I ask. We will. That's what we're here for. Um, I The name's been floated out by a few few people on this network. I know you've mentioned him. I know Mark's <laughs> mentioned him. Anthony Mantha. Buy him out. Get him for cheap. I want that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Buy him out. Get him for cheap. I, I'm I'm sure there's there's somebody else who, you know, I mean there's, there's one other name that nobody's mentioning, but I would love to see a flyer on. Who's that? Andreas Janssen. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Former 20-goal scorer, uh, kind of got pushed out in New Jersey, but I, is still relatively young. He's under 30. Is so. Puyo Yarvi going to be a, re- for a free agent? Restricted, right? Yeah, he's a restricted free agent. I'm already- not, I mean, I, he's, 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 a, he's a Finland risk, I think. I think he goes back to Finland. You think so? Yeah, totally. Who was the other one? Um, out there that was struggling. It was Puyo Yarvi. Um, who's the other one that they had in Edmonton that they kept? 
Yamamoto. Yamamoto. Yamamoto is a buyout candidate. Is is a legitimate buyout candidate according to the Athletic. They have him number one as a buyout really? can, as number one buyout candidate, which I find really interesting. I mean, he's he's three point one against the cap. Holy shit. He's three point one against the cap, and him and McDavid don't work. Uh oh. <laughs> oh boy. Him yeah. and McDavid don't work. Well, yeah. that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Good call. Mm-hmm. Sign Connor Sheary. He's a cheap vet who plays smart. I'd see what Connor Sheary's up to for sure. Probably a yeah. minimal deal. I'd see what a guy like Connor Sheary's up to. Yeah. Um. There. But that's the free agent crop this year. You know, there, there's there's not a lot that are 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 lovable, if you would. Lovable. Like, I mean, think about it. Like, Craig Smith is going to be a free agent. He was making 3.1. How much are you looking at giving Craig Smith? Not the Bruins, but just in general. A 31-year-old forward who can play the right side. 16 points, 64 games. Was averaging 11 minutes a night. Mm-hmm. Eh. He ain't what he was. All I want to say to the Bruins brass is if they're watching, hopefully they are. Do if they are, give me, give me a call, baby. Give me a call, baby. Do not draft Noah North. I think it, Dom was that the player that you mentioned at first, where he was like he has all the tools, but he's dumb as rocks. I think so. Yeah, probably. Let's see. Ooh, I didn't realize he's a free agent out there. Who? Highest suitor. No. <laughs> that's him. No, that's hey, twenty-seven-year-old centerman. We need centers. Wait, did you say Ryan Suter? I think I misheard you. Pious Suter. Pious Suter. Okay, I'm sorry. Pious Suter. Um, he's he's a year he's a year removed from a pretty good year in Chicago. Last year he kind of fell off a little bit, but let's see. I thought you said Ryan Suter, and I'm like, are you high? <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm looking at the list of centers who are available or players who can play center. Like obviously Taves, Riley, Monahan's an interesting one, but I don't see that happening. Um, oh God, no! I don't. I don't think you can pull Jordan Stahl out of Carolina. No, PLD, we're both out on. Yep. Jonathan Druin is an interesting. I don't want him. Too much surrounding him. Uh, JT Comfort is an interesting name, but I don't know how much I trust him at center. I think he's definitely more established as a winger. Yeah, JT Comfort is an interesting name, but if you're going to get JT Comfort, you might as well see what uh, Philly's doing with Lawton, like you said. Right. Uh, Pius Suter, Lars Eller, Max Domi. Some people have mentioned Max Domi. Stop with the Max Domi stuff. Doesn't interest me. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, eh. You know, then you get Bergeron, Halla. Nick Bonino is a unrestricted free agent. Oh, that's not much. You are, uh, you are naming some guys right now, Noshik. <laughs> um, an interesting one, though, that you might be able to get with a little bit of term. Mm. Although I think, again, like Comfort, he's more of a winger. Evan Rodriguez. 
BU guy, BU kid. 39 points last year, 69 games played, 17.50 a night. Last year, he was only two mil against the cap. Mm-hmm. He played for Pittsburgh, right? No, no, Colorado. Colorado. He was, yeah, he went to Colorado after Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. And then Glenn Denning out of Dallas. And that's then- a that's a 4C if you don't think Beecher or McLaughlin are ready. But my my question is, is why not get Thomas Noshik at that point? Exactly. Exactly. I'll re-sign Thomas Noshik if if you don't think either of those guys are ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Brett Howden, Paul Stasny, you know. Stasny, Stasny's cooked. Howden has definitely improved. He's had a very good – he's had a very good season, not just postseason. He's, he's a very good season. RFA. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, let's see. Another RFA from Vegas is Nolan Patrick. Maybe you can – Pay he might not play again due to the migraines. If he's not healthy enough, he may never play again. Bolachari, yeah. I wouldn't really look to bring him back. Um, let's see. Who else are we looking at? Pierre Edward Bellamar. Too old. Uh, that, right. The guy's 38. Like, he doesn't yeah. solve the problem long term, especially. Um, not that I wouldn't love, not not that I wouldn't love a guy with Belmar's utility, but if you gave me twenty year old PR Edward Belmar, I, I'd sign him. I'd sign a guy like that. Right. But then you just why not go for Thomas Noshik at that point? Right. Mm-hmm. You know what you're getting with him. Plus, you get the best penalty killer in the entire league back. Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather do that. Cody Glass is an interesting name as an RFA out of Nashville. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know what direction they're going to go. That. New, um, new, uh, what, uh, Barry Trotz taken over. So mm-hmm. new GM, not quite sure. Let's see. Not to hurt the Blues, won the cup four years ago today. Thanks. Just- Thanks for that. Didn't need it. Let's see. Plus, who are we? Yes, smart. Kind of like Jesse Gabriel. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to miss Bertuzzi. We need that playmaking. He was such a great passer. Yeah, but he couldn't defend. <laughs> Domi is kind of the best free agent center available in a thin market. Uh, team and money, way too much, to be honest. I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm out on Domi. Uh, well, it's a good year to have no money. I guess those guys suck. Yeah, that that's one one good way to look at it. So, yeah. anyway. Um, got any final thoughts on, on, on Bruins stuff? Um, July 1st, please. <laughs> right? Can we get that's there? That's about it. <laughs> Um, no, but we, we have some news. Uh, you and I will be pairing up. Uh, I will be bringing back my other show that I brought over from my other network with me. Puck mm-hmm. off. Uh, we will be recording that starting next week. Um, we will have a special guest on the first episode. We will be, it's looking like we will record it on Sunday mm-hmm. or release during the week. Um, for, for people wondering, this is going to cover the entire national hockey league so we'll get to play armchair gm for other teams in 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 other ways uh it's going to be a lot of fun um like i said i I used to do the show with a different friend of mine and um we had a lot of fun andrew you were on the show a couple times so it was forward to it Mm -hmm. uh mark says thanks guys for the fun sorry i spent so much time on the only bruins live stream tonight yes the only bruins crew they went live earlier tonight as well um, puck off will start off at least as a pod. We will, we may end up doing some live shows with it. Um, 
but we will be starting that next week. Andrew and I will be partnering up for that one. And Thanks for having me on, Chris. I mean, you you uh, you uh, asked me about it like weeks ago, and I was like, yeah, you know, well, let's see what happens. But I think now, I think with a lot of news happening that's non Bruins, I think it's time to, it's time to sort of branch out a little bit, and you know, and it's see what other bad. teams see 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 what damage we can do to other teams. It's so gonna it's going to be really fun. fun to have on board. I'm really looking forward to it. And would be so much fun. It is. It is. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to do. And uh, just to tell everybody that's um, hearing this uh, special guest, this is the first I'm hearing of it, Chris. So <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to being surprised. You know who it is. Do I? Yes. Okay. I'll, All right. I'll you after. All right. um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, we're we're going to be able to take the show in so many different directions. I, I have other contacts for other teams. So we'll be able to work those guys in as well. Um, but we want to be able to interact with the fans across the board. Abby, we, we could definitely work on getting you on at some point uh, to either this show or another show. Um, and there's probably more news to come for uh, for those who follow B&G. So, you know, like I said, we're part of the, the B&G Productions Network. Um, Puck Off is part of the B&G Productions Network. All of us are brought to you by these guys up here, FanDuel. Uh, again, go to FanDuel.com slash Boston to claim your <laughs> sign-on bonuses. Uh, but we are we are very excited for this new endeavor. Um, and we will have some social channel, some uh, some social outreach uh, options as well. So you guys can email us, tweet at us. There's going to be a lot of stuff for that. Um, but I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. This show will still continue to air, by the way. I'm not leaving Mike when this show it, we're just adding on another one here. Um, not quite Jeremy Jacobs, but we'll, we'll try to get to some of that level. Uh, we just, you know, support from everybody is always helpful. So we'd have to reanimate, we'd have to reanimate him to get him on the show. <laughs> Was he ever animated to begin with? <laughs> uh, but speaking of Jacobs, uh, any final Bruins thoughts as we wrap up here? Uh, go bees, go bees. Best way to end a show, right? Go <laughs> bees. Uh, later, love what we're doing here at BNG Mark. Awesome, go BNG, go BNG. Yeah, that's have it. a great night, and we will see you all next week. Also, I'm still doing short shift. Don't worry, guys. Oh, yes. Well, that, that's in the name of your butt. Yeah, anyway, have a great Bye. night. Everybody. Bye. <laughs> Puck off coming next week, and we will be back next week, Monday at 7 p.m. We'll see you then. Take care, everyone.